Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekolar and the Louisville Real Estate Show with you for the next, well, up to the top of the hour, actually. Joining me back in the studio for another round, we've got Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They do come in as a team, and they get the job done. You can reach Brad and his crew at 844-411-TEAM. Brad, good to have you. Hey, good morning, everyone. Also, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. Chuck is not only a great guy, but he's also a great attorney who does closings and wills. Uh, I've recommended Chuck to several of my friends for will. I know Greg just did recently. I just did, so, yeah. yeah. Thank so, you. Yep, we, we appreciate everything he does in the city. And you can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Also, my son Greg does our marketing, photography, and so much more. Thank you for being there, brother. Howdy, howdy. And you can reach me anytime on my uh, cell phone uh, to get the house listed or our buyer agents to find the uh, properties for you. And you can reach me day or night, weekends as well, 376-5483. And coming up a little later, 10 house smells you should never ignore. First couple of uh, items making news, Louisville is one of three cities that has grown the most in popularity with those people moving in from out of town since COVID-19's pandemic began. Did you guys know that by chance? That's according to a new analysis from the research brokerage, one of them in town and in the country. The report shows that Louisville ranks near the top of a new net inflow report alongside of, get a load of this, Santa Barbara, California, and Buffalo, New York. Santa Barbara grew the most in popularity, but we are up there here in the Louisville area. That's great news for anybody who is looking to sell their home or for those of us realtors or those of us involved in the real estate business. You may be asking right now, is it safe to sell my house? In today's real estate market, the buzz is all about how it's a great time to sell your house. Buyer's demand is high and there simply aren't enough homes available to buy to meet that growing need. But is it safe? A new poll just released recently says that 34% of the people polled say life is too uncertain right now. They don't want to put their homes on the market. 31% say there's financial uncertainty, and that's why they don't want to put their homes on the market. And 25% polled say COVID-19 health concerns are preventing them from putting their homes on the market. So some of the things to alleviate fears, note that, with especially with COVID-19, uh, you've got virtual tours, accurate and detailed listing information, detailed neighborhood information, high-quality listing photos, and then agent-led video chats. All this is helping to offset the concerns about COVID-19 health concerns. And with regards to financial uncertainty, well, now that the election is over, well, for the most part, we can all pretty much say that interest rates are staying down and it's never been a better time to think about both buying and selling your home. And that takes us to, if you're a homeowner, something that I was kind of shocked to read. And Brad, I want to bring you in on this. And legally, Chuck, let me know if you have any concerns as well. Five things to know, basically, before cleaning your home's air ducts. Many of the deals are scams, is what we're being told by a new survey. Brad, can you bring us up to speed on that? 
Yeah, so I, I have some experience of this um, in that we do a lot of indoor air quality and environmental testing, and oftentimes air ducts are areas that, you know, you, you may have, you know, fungal growth in there. You may have other uh, pollutants from previous uh, families that have lived there uh, that are in the uh, ductwork. You may have, you know, lead particles that are in the ductwork. And it doesn't seem to be a standard around town that everyone is following, um, you know, good air quality standards of cleaning those ducts out. And oftentimes uh, we find that uh, there are some companies around town that are not using proper methods. They should be vacuuming the ducts, not blowing the ductwork out. Uh, we have heard um, problems with past clients who have had dust uh, and dirt and debris uh, shot all over the house uh, because the duct cleaners actually just put a big blower on it and just tried to uh, ram it all the way through the uh, system. So you really got to know what you're getting. I mean, there are some very reputable names. I would definitely, you know, if you read their, their uh, reviews online, you're going to find out pretty quickly who the good ones are. Um, I'm happy to, you know, talk to folks. I've, I've got a, a list of, of good uh, duck cleaners. They can call, call our office. I'm happy to talk to them. But the other thing that uh, many of these companies do is they try to sell a lot of chemical products to go in the ductwork and, they tend to be very, very expensive, and I don't really know what they're getting uh, for those chemical treatments that they're uh, that they're selling. So, yeah, buyer buyer beware with uh, the duct cleaners because it is an important thing to do, but you got to have the right professional doing it. And it's true, improper duct cleaning can create more problems than it solves. I know you mentioned the dust everywhere. Is there anything else? Yeah, the the poor the poor duct cleaning. Yeah, yeah, it can it can make a bigger mess than what you started with. I mean, I've heard of damage that's been done to lines. Um, the way that they hook up the the equipment uh, to the lines, um, you know, crushed. Uh, crushed flexible lines that you know some houses have. Uh, that well, the the duct cleaning causes the lines to collapse. Uh, I've heard of those of those things happening. So yeah, I think that, you know, if you're not, again, if you don't know who you're hiring, um, you know, you, you really need to be careful before you let them in your house. Be very careful. If you want to see a replay of this show, by the way, you can go to louisvilleanswers.com and that will take you to our YouTube channel and uh, you can just go from there. All right, so let's go to some of the questions that have come in recently via email. And by the way, if you have a real estate question, do not hesitate to send it to me via email for us to air it. Uh, I'm only going to use first names. You can make up a name if you want, so it doesn't matter. I won't, I won't give your name away. Um, but send me a, a, the question, bob at com, and that will get to me. We'll put it in the stack for the following show. So uh, this one comes from Lenny buying a condominium and just told that there is pending legal action against the condo association. And I think Chuck, we've heard of this before. Um, and she's concerned when uh, she hears the word legal action, do you think she's making a mountain out of a molehill or what procedure? Well, not necessarily. Yeah. Whenever there's goes. a, yeah. well, uh, she should find out what the litigation is all about. If you're borrowing money to buy a condo, uh, and there's litigation running on it. Uh, there's a few sets of condos here in town where that's the case. Uh, they just don't loan the money. Um, people are going in there, they're buying it cash, but uh, I would be afraid to sell a house uh, under those circumstances. I mean, you really never know what the underlying issue is. You could say, you know, the condos, but the condo association is the one doing the suing. We're suing the builder for not, you know, doing this uh, proper 
uh, berm or, or whatever. Well, okay, that doesn't mean there's not a countersuit. That also doesn't mean that the underlying condition isn't worse than what you're suing for. Uh, I've, I've seen a couple of those. Um, uh, there was, uh, was one of my favorite. Uh, there was a, a bit of a lawsuit against a uh, subdivision and the HOA associated with it. Apparently, uh, it was on a hill and there was uh, sewage treatment at the top of the hill and all the houses were built around the bottom of the hill. Oh. Okay. You, oh. you see the issue. Yes. Not, the lawsuit's not the, the worst issue here. Uh, so, you know, when there's, when there's a lawsuit, you want to find out what it's about. You want to talk to your attorney to, to find out if you would have any liability going in. Uh, but, you know, uh, the, the most frequent thing I, I hear is, oh, well, we're suing them. Well, yeah, and they're going to turn around and counter sue you. Uh, and you never know what a judge is going to do until they do it. So uh, just all around, not good. Got it. All right, let's go back to another question. And this one, uh, some of us who have been the, in this business, uh, it's going to bring back some uh, memories. Um, according to John, he's heard us talk about radon, asbestos, mold, and lead paint. In fact, I think we talked about those uh, on our show last week. Uh, John's asking, have you ever heard of a problem including something with Chinese drywall? Yes. We're shaking our head. Yeah. What that was all about. Yeah. But let's start with Brad. Chuck, we'll go over to you next. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a type of product that was brought into the States. Um, th this was quite a few years ago. It's, there's, and, I don't, and I'm sorry, I've just lost the date as to, to kind of when this ended. But, yeah. you know, it's been more than 15 years ago uh, when this was a prevalent problem. But the problem with Chinese drywall is it has urea in it, uh, and the gas that it gives off uh, causes a corrosion uh, of anything metallic. So the entire electrical system of the house, uh, the entire plumbing system in the house, if it's copper, uh, pipe uh, is, is is affected by the Chinese drywall. Uh, the only way to tell whether or not you have Chinese drywall is to look at the back of it and see uh, what the name is on the back side of it. But it's I, I've not seen or heard too many houses in the Louisville area that uh, are impacted by it. There's some parts of the country that are still dealing with it, but not so much um, here. Got it. Chuck, any thoughts on that from your end on the legal side? Uh, well, I can only imagine the lawsuits that would be engendered if I bought a house and then found out I had to tear out all the drywall and rebuild it. Mm -hmm. Yep. It, what was done, but I think. Like I said, that's yeah. been a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I remember some cases like that, but that, that was quite a few years ago. Yeah. So for someone like Greg, who just built a new house, can he be assured that – now, I know Greg was over there all the time. Did you ever look at the back of the drywall, Greg, to see what the type of drywall they were using? Uh, not specifically because I wasn't looking at anything. I, I know the history and reputation of my builder. Uh, yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, I was in there every day. If, something, if I noticed something fishy or saw some sort of Chinese writing where I maybe thought it should not have been, I would have asked my, my builder, <laughs> what the heck is going on here? Hey, what is this? Yeah. Plus, my, my builder loves – Good old America, and I know he uh, he yeah. has some properly. So. And, and there's not a shortage of that product right now, like there was back in right you know, four, five, six when they were when they couldn't keep up with uh, with production demands. So was were there smells with this uh, this uh, drywall? What was the indication that I don't well what so all of your copper plumbing will turn black. So all of, your, no. all of your copper pipes turn black. That's the, that's the first indicator that you have, but your electrical wiring will do the same thing. So your, you know, your, your white wires, if you look inside an outlet, your wires will be black in color. 
uh, that's your first clue. That's the that's wow. the first thing. But it wasn't a smell, is what you're saying. It wasn't necessarily. I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, any new any new product gives off some sort of off gassing. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Chinese drywall necessarily la- the smells lasted longer. I again, I don't I don't know, uh, but I don't think it was the smell that, that clued them uh, to the problem. Well, this leads perfectly into what we're going to talk about after the break. Ten house smells you should not ignore. Mm. We'll see pumpkin if pies. No, no, pumpkin no. Pies on the list. We should point out that uh, our pumpkin pie giveaway is coming up this coming uh, this week. Yep. And um, if you want to send me an email, I'll send you the location where to sign up for it. Greg's wife Casey, who's an agent with us, a great agent, uh, was telling us we've had an incredible, remarkable um, turnout already. Registration for it, and we're going to do it a little differently this year because of COVID. We're going to be outside. Hopefully, it's going to be a day that's not snowing or raining, but we'll have a little tent. We're going to be handing out pies um, that people have registered for. I know, I think uh, a number of our people are involved in helping uh, to, to support that, so our thanks. And Brad, you're on it with Home Team and yep. some of our other vendors as well. So, okay, hang in there. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the 10 house smells. Here with us on today's show, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, and you can reach Chuck for a closing or a will or a variety of other things. You know, it occurs to me, Chuck, you should get me a list of things that you do in addition to everything I know you do. I could uh, rattle these off. 499-6360 is Chuck's direct number. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 844-411-TEAM. And they come in as a team. They do a great job. You can reach Brent there. My son, Greg, who does a great job with all the stuff that he does for us with our marketing and photography. And you can reach me anytime on my cell phone at 376-5483. And by the way, if you want to see what people are saying about us, go to LouisvilleZillow.com. That's LouisvilleZillow.com. We are back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Shopping for a home? The place to start is Remax Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award winning agents at Remax Properties. East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. 
Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville? Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it. I'm so happy to hear that. With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now. Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sekoler. Go to WeSellLouisville.com. Be safe and smart. News Radio 840 WHAS. So we're here with you, the Louisville Real Estate Show. I'm Bob Sekoler. You're here till the top of the hour. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, for all your help and endorsement and being a mentor. Appreciate that. Of course, you can see Barbara on Shark Tank. Here with us on the, without well, Zoom, coming from our each individual locations, Chuck Crosby. The Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service at 844-411-TEAM. And my son Greg, who does our marketing and so much more. And you can reach me anytime at 376-5483. All right. You know, we're spending a lot of time indoors, especially now with the cold weather, and we want to be more cognizant of some of the smells that we may be seeing. Now, in addition to Thanksgiving turkey, which, by the way, I'm planning on smoking the turkey. I'm just not sure how we're going to deliver it to all my families, the, my kids and their grandkids and all. <laughs> you better figure that out, buddy. You've got uh, your, well, your, especially yeah, your daughters. But, uh, yeah, I thought you know, we are meeting at your house, but I'm not thinking. so needy. Okay, well, we'll figure that out. Well, we'll have to see. Well, once we get there, we're going to have to see what, uh, you know, Governor, we, we're, we're in a red county. We got to be cognizant. Yeah. You know, these yeah. things are. Yeah, gotta be careful. What, what, no matter what you believe, you got to be careful. I'm yeah. trying to protect you, old man. I love you. I appreciate that. And uh, we want to keep you, keep you safe. All right. So, first of all, gas smell in the house. So, gas smells like what? It's rotten eggs? Is that rotten what? Rotten eggs. Yeah, that's okay. the chemical additive that they put in it so that we can smell it. Otherwise, it's, there is no smell to it naturally occurring. So, yeah, if you smell rotten eggs in the house. You, you say, hey, are we cooking something? Uh, yes? Okay. No? Uh, or, did you, or you live in that subdivision that Chuck was talking about near the uh, wastewater yeah. plant. But, mm. um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, – How about a must, musty smell in the house? I think that's um, obviously mold. Is that what we're thinking? Well, not, yeah. Not, it's not me. It's Yeah, it could be anything that has gotten wet and is probably staying wet. You know, could it be a fungal growth? Yeah, very likely. But a lot of times you just even have that smell because they've got a small leak somewhere and it just, the, the, the smell just kind of accumulates in those areas where the leaks occurred. Now, how about if this, Chuck, this may be right up what you were talking about. If your home smells like a waste treatment plant, you could have a... <laughs> A leak of sewer gas. That's correct. Yeah. Could it also be a teenager? Uh, teenage boys, in my experience, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I've got, listen, uh, I've got an 11-month-old, and sometimes I walk into his yeah. room, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah, all right, yeah. yeah, yeah get no, that's, that. I'll tell you, those are pretty common when um, the traps go dry. So if you've got um, bathrooms, if you've got toilets, if you've got sinks that aren't regularly used, Run a little bit of water in them because once the trap dries out, then you've got sewer gases oh, that are know, coming into the house. And I'll, and I'll come clean. I'll admit when we had my last basement finished, we had the plumbers come in and finish the bathroom, and I never, we never really used it. It was in the basement. And then we noticed these flies coming up, and we were like, are these fruit flies? What, what are? And it was sewer flies because oh, there was no water. Right. 
in the uh, the trap to keep them, and that fixed it. Just putting yep. a little bit of water in the pipe. So what about a, a strong smoke smell that uh, you might and, – and no one's smoking Again, I always ask my wife, are we burning a candle first? Yeah, right. Yeah, of course, just check just that. Out. What, what would that be? Uh, you're smoking turkeys. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. You know. Smoke is probably the, mo- the one thing That's that you should always would, immediately try to figure uh, out. What yeah. yeah. Well, according to this report, if you only smell the smoke once in a while, like when using a particular light or appliance, Ooh. it could be an electrical smoke behind a wall or a ceiling light fixture, right? Brad? Those, yeah, those smell, those smell very different, though. Uh, melting, scorching, burning plastic and those, those materials have a very uh, acrid smoke smell to them. They're, they're very unique. It, it won't smell like just regular smoke. Yeah, and I would say, you know, if you do smell that, don't let it get to like every time I turn this light on, it just does this, and I don't really right. pay attention yeah. to it. Do it, get, get, fix it right away. Yeah. What about a fishy odor in your home? And I'm not talking about if you're putting some salmon on uh, the the grill or on your uh, your stove, um, and you don't remember buying any seafood, you smell it fish. Any thoughts about that? Mm. No? No, help us with that one. Could be a sign that an electrical fixture like an appliance in your home yeah. is overheating. Yeah, I don't. I don't think of that as a fishy smell. Yeah, but, but it's again, it's a it's a smell that's very unique. Yeah, it's it's unlike anything else that you smell. I don't, I don't call it fishy, but I understand where they're going with that. That's what I was talking about. That acrid kind of smell. Got it. If you notice a raunchy, wild smell like dog in need of a bath, but you don't have a dog, you could have rodents, raccoons, squirrels yeah. in your attic. Attic. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Or mice. Mice are, if you, if you have funny little wet spots on your ceiling or little, little, small little stains, you probably have a little mouse nest just above it in your insulation. Um, mm. Raccoons live, leave much larger spots and they, they make a mess really quickly and you will not mistake their, uh, their smell, uh, particularly the family of them moves into your attic. What about, we've heard the secondhand smoke, but there are newly emerging concerns about thirdhand smoke, which is the smell of old smoke that lingers, such as in a hotel room or vacation rental previously occupied by smokers. And with thirdhand smoke, the parties associated with the combustion of tobacco, have actually it's the particles, have settled into surfaces, including counters, tabletops, and bed linen. Any way to get rid of that other than just doing a thorough cleaning? Thorough clean, ductwork cleaning. Um, if you've got uh, nicotine stains on your walls, uh, you're going to have to scrub them down real, real uh, well, and you may end up having to use a product like Kills paint to uh, to seal over uh, All right. those stains. Ammonia smell in the house. Um, it might be identified as cat pee, but uh, if you don't own a, ha- a cat, obviously, it's an unpleasant metallic smell and you shouldn't ignore it correct yeah i mean there's there's a few uh refrigerants that still you know use that type of a of of a product um they're not as common unless you've got a real old uh cooling system or or something in your house that that uh like a refrigerator an old refrigerator that uses ammonia-based refrigerants finally a sweaty gym smell has to deal possibly with bacteria growing in your hva system or in the um or a teenage boy growing upstairs yeah Yeah. right yeah yeah that's you (laughs) yeah 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 any any of i would say any of those are possible yeah Um, yep 
All right, let's uh, back to some questions. And Chuck, this is something we actually talked about a little bit ago. This is without using any names. This is actually ongoing uh, that a, um, a buyer purchasing a home, getting ready to close, finds out that the home is either in Chapter 13 or part of a bankruptcy. And now the closing that was anticipated with the, in the next couple of days is on hold. What would you suggest? Is there any legal action against uh, an agent for, because the agent may not have known about it. The yeah, list, the agent might right? not have known about it. I right. mean, that's not something that, uh, you know, is advertised on billboards. There's ways to find out about it. And if you're in Chapter 13, you know, uh, or, or 7 or whatever, and you're trying to sell real estate, you need a court order. That's just not something that, you know, you don't, uh, uh, or you forget to mention. Let's put it that way. So how do you cure it at this point? Do, do oh, you have to well, go to a judge? Yeah, yeah, you do. If there's Chapter 13 going on and they're trying to sell the house and they've gone ahead, well, the fact of the matter is, let's back up. Bankruptcy is like probate uh, for people, okay? It's uh, you die, you probate. Your financial self dies you go to bankruptcy court. Uh, so once you're dead, obviously, you don't have any uh, ability to sign or sell anything, right? Same way in bankruptcy. Uh, any contract entered into without the court's permission is just void. Uh, it, it's no good. You've got to get the court's permission to sell the property, and you want it to be very specific, especially in a 13, uh, where you know this money goes to this place, this money goes to that place, the balance goes here to pay off the chapter 13. Uh, and that order isn't something you can just get, uh, especially these days. Um, I think the quickest I ever saw it was like two, three weeks. Um, so, you know, you, yeah. you can get it fixed. It's just, I, I have always found it to be amazing that uh, somebody is so out of the loop that they don't mention they're selling an asset of the uh, of the bankruptcy estate uh, to their attorney uh, who would immediately say, don't do this. If the buyer is needs to get into the house, is there a way to do a pre-occupancy? Is that advised? Yeah, you can, you can do that. Um, uh, You know, it, 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 it's just a mess all the way around. It's a mess. Let me ask you one other thing then on a related topic, uh, because we know of several people, COVID-19 has taken such a toll on the lives of folks locally and around the country in that there are a lot of cases where uh, someone who becomes ill with COVID immediately they've been thinking about the future and they may do a POA for their son or daughter Mm -hmm. uh, to represent them if they need to sell their home. But if that person passes away, whether it's from COVID-19 or not, that POA is is gone at that point. Worthless. So returns only good while you're alive. So what suggestions would you make to all of us at this point with regards to having a will in place? And what should the will specifically say to protect the heirs and it from going into a long embattled court battle over six months or so? I don't know how many court battles I've ever seen over that sort of thing. I imagine there are some. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the problem is you got some guys out there that write up wills that don't include a proper power to sell in the uh, personal representative. Personal representative be the executor, that sort of thing. Um, they have only the power that's listed in the will. 
So if it says, I give you the right to sell all of my assets, well, that's not quite getting there. It's got to say, um, I'm giving you the right to sell without court permission, property, both real and personal. Um, it's not difficult uh, to put it in there, but if it's not in there, then you have to go do a 389A action, which is get court permission to sell. And that process can take up to three months, 30 days to get all the heirs uh, notified. That can be waived, though. Uh, if, if everybody's all okay with it, uh, then you have uh, usually about 30-ish days before you can get the order. And then from the date of the order being entered, you have 30 days uh, during which you can't write up a deed, period. Any deed written and, and signed during that time frame is just void. Uh, and that's all there is to it. So, so th th this is important. I think so out of everything that Chuck's just said, if you haven't as a parent uh, had your will updated or checked by an attorney who does wills, um, and I will tell you out of sheer um, transparency, I just had this done by Chuck. Um, and I think Greg, you did as well, right? You're, you're, you're muted. I can't hear you. Or maybe ah, you're, there you go. No, I'm better now. As soon as, as soon as we had our kid, uh, we went and saw Chuck yeah, did and made yeah. sure everything yeah. was in line. Yeah, you want to get the will uh, done, especially if there's kids involved. I mean, yep. it's just, yeah. you know, the, the time frames uh, can get to be onerous, uh, but there's no way around them. Now more than ever, with so much going on in our community and around the country and around the world, there's good news, of course, with COVID-19 vaccine, uh, hopefully coming out sooner than later and the announcement by Pfizer and others. But certainly it's not, not something that you want to take lightly. Chuck, we thank you for being here. You can reach Chuck for more information uh, with regards to closings or wills or anything at 499-6360. Uh, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, great guy, great group, 844-411-TEAM. My son Greg does our marketing, photography, so much more. And you can reach me anytime uh, to help you sell or find a home. We've got plenty of agents that are ready to help you. You can reach me at 376 5483. We are out of time. See you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.